Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd. And like always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Chocolate-Covered Cherries Day. Yum. I could do it. You can you can dig it. I can dig it. That is uh it's one of our staples at Christmas. It's one of the um gifts we exchange every single Christmas. It was uh, a <laughs> one of my granddaddy's favorites. So that is like a uh, that's a Christmas staple. We always exchange chocolate covered cherries during Christmas, which is uh which is about the amount of times a year I can eat chocolate covered cherries. Like I'll get like <laughs> 75% uh, through the box and I'm like man like I'm, I think I'm done with chocolate covered cherries for the year but it is it's a it is a Christmas staple in our family yeah, it's it's definitely something I think for a long time my, my mother-in-law would get them for Christmas uh, and she would give them to me because she knew that I loved them so much today so, is also fruit cake toss day Billy yeah have you ever tossed a fruit cake uh, never tossed a fruitcake because I never get fruitcakes for gifts. But if I did, I would definitely toss them because I never would eat them. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'm, I'm, I'm with you right there. I, I, I tossed that fruitcake as far as I humanly possibly could. Not a fan of fruitcake. Wasn't it just, no. it, it was just fruitcake day like a couple days ago, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that last week or the week before last or something like that was fruitcake day? I want to say it was something like that. Yeah. Let's see. I can I can scroll back here. Uh, National Fruitcake Day was Tuesday, December twenty seventh, and just a few short days after that, it's National Fruitcake Toss Day. So um, you only have a couple days to eat your fruitcake, then you got to toss it away. Sorry about that. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Bill, Billy. Last night, something happened in the um, in the Bills Bengals game that that I've I've never seen um, yeah. I, on a football field. I, I've only seen it once on a professional sporting field um, in, in an international soccer game. It's the only time I've ever seen something like this. But uh, DeMar Hamlin, a DB for the Bills, went down last night after what looked to me like a, a very normal tackle. Uh, it wasn't violent. I've certainly seen hundreds of more violent tackles in the football field where, you know, People might have gone down for a little while, but they eventually got up, you know. Um, but uh, DeMar Hamlin went down. He suffered uh, what's being called uh, cardiac arrest right now. Um, but he had a uh, he had his heartbeat restored on the field, essentially. He went down, and as, as soon as he went down, T. Higgins and everybody else that was around him was immediately waving and screaming for medical help. Uh, and, and, and the weird thing about it was he, the hit happened, and he, he stayed down for a split second, and then he got back up. And then as soon as he got back up, then he just collapsed. 
Um, and, and I didn't think it was anything serious because as soon as he collapsed, he was on. You could sort of you could sort of see his legs sort of moving back and forth. Um, but but we learned later that that was uh, sort of involuntary, you know, compulsive. I, I don't know. His legs were doing something that was involuntarily. He wasn't moving his legs voluntarily there. Um, and I thought it was a concussion. I immediately thought it was a head thing. I saw him, I saw him get up and then go back down. We saw Tua do something similar like that this year a couple times. Oh, when, um, he, when he fell and his arms were kind of in front of him, that's that was my first thought too because your your arms were that rigid right there, like holding tight to your body. I, that's what I thought. But you're right. It concussion was would have explained that for me but and that's it was it was scary um, it was it was terrifying man i was I, I i was sitting there watching it and and we both have sons they've both played football like that was all i could think about was you know that could that's that's somebody's child you know that's that's somebody's child out there that's somebody's friend that's somebody's brother um that that's where that's where my first thought went was this is a this is a human being above all else this is a human being that's that's fighting for his life and a situation that you know like i said we've never seen on the field we we've never seen someone collapse like this in in a life or death situation we've we've seen head injuries those are terrible uh we've seen ryan shazier uh, i thought ryan shazier was gonna be paralyzed for the rest of his life um he fought back and actually played football after that uh which which, which was amazing so so we've seen you know and i think booger mcfarland put it best last night he said We've seen injuries in the field where we didn't know if if your if your brother out there was going to be able to walk again, or we didn't know if your brother was going to be able to play football again, or or do certain certain other activities that these athletes can do. He said, but never have we had a situation where one of our brothers collapses in the field, and we're not sure if he's going to wake up the next day, or we're not sure if he's going to be alive when he gets to the hospital. Um, and you know them, them sort of pounding on his chest and doing CPR on Hamlin on the field. I mean, for what, what seemed like forever, um, and then him getting in the in the in the ambulance. And I, I knew it was bad. I saw so I saw him fall, and then I saw everybody around him, and I sort of it looked like the medical staff had a bit more urgency getting to him, as rightly they should have. But it looked like they had a bit more urgency getting to Hamlin last night than I think I've ever seen. And the only other scene I've ever seen that came close to this and is as soon as they kind of came back and I saw the reaction from the Bills and the Bengals players, uh, I sort of went back, my mind went back to the situation. Do you remember when Christian Eriksen, uh, a soccer player from Switzerland, collapsed and had cardiac arrest yeah. on the field in the Euros? Yeah, I do. That That's exactly where my mind went because it, it, as soon as they started surrounding him, and trying to block the cameras and then you know there was 30 medical staff on the field uh, and then we so we came back and saw the reaction from from the uh players that's immediately where my mind went was this is this is the exact same situation that switzerland was in with uh christian erickson a couple years ago at the euros yeah and the the bad part is is that the young man still has a, a lot of fight left um Yes, he's sedated. Yes, he suffered cardiac arrest. It doesn't mean he's out of the woods. And he's still got a big fight left. So hopefully he can continue to pull through. Um, 10 minutes. 
with CPR, man. That's that's tough. That's rough, man. Dude, that yeah. is yeah, that's, that is rough. Not only do they have CPR, but of course, there were reports out there that they had to use an AED as well. Um, I mean, this. And after seeing this, okay, so, you know, this is this is where my rant's coming, and I apologize, but no, well, you you are a thousand percent in the right, in my opinion. After seeing this, all of these people who have, you know, had sweat, blood, sweat, and tears with Demar Hamlin for the entire year, and look at him as a brother and know that this is my this is my guy the nfl still wanted them to play football twice yeah. twice they wanted them to play football they tried to convince them to play football and the nfl or the players and the coaches refused said no we're not doing this we're not doing this um and kudos to the players and the coaches for standing up for themselves and saying no we're not our brother is dying no, this is bad. Like it, it, the NFL is so money hungry, and I get it, and I I understand that this is a very key game, and I understand that there, I mean, there are people that are trying to cancel Skip Bayless for a, a damn good reason. But, dude, I, I'm sorry, but that was the most insensitive asshole tweet I saw last night. That's the fact that if FS1 does not fire him this morning. That is an embarrassment. Yeah. The NFL should be embarrassed by themselves. The NFL took an hour, over an hour, for them to finally say, you know what, we should suspend this. And it took the coaches and the players standing up for themselves and saying no. For a league that stands up and says this is all about player safety, they don't take in mental health into, into that account. They don't give a crap about that. They just give a crap about their physical safety. No, you know, mental health is a big component yeah. of that. And when you sit there and you look at your brother dying on the field, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to get back out there and play football? No, you're worried about your brother. You want to be, you want to take off your pads and you want to go to the hospital and follow your brother and, and, and be there for him. And, and this is, you know, them them rest them wanting to restart the game five minutes or you know it was they they wanted to give the players five minutes to warm up and restart the game and I, you know I don't know if that was an oversight that the NFL just didn't know how bad of an injury it was initially I I don't know that was that was really that really rubbed me the wrong way um, and, and Stefan Diggs went over and tried to rally the Bills and you could tell when they turned back around it was just not. They, they weren't playing. They weren't going to play them. And the only thing I think would have been acceptable is, you know, they suspended the game, went back in the locker room. Uh, and, you know, if they were back in the locker room for 15, 20, even 30 minutes maybe, and you got news that DeMar Hamlin was in the, in the, in the ambulance, they got him resuscitated, he's back, you know, he's going to have some recovery, but he is alert, his, his um, vitals are good, he's breathing on his own. Any sort of positive report like that from the ambulance or the hospital, uh, I think I think the NFL would have been in the right to to re to start the game back up again. Right. Uh, but the but the fact that we were getting little to no information, confirmed information. There was a there's a ton of reports out there. They might be true. 
we don't know. But there's there's a ton of reports out there on Twitter that said one thing or another thing, this, that, and the other. It's it's tough to find actual truth in today's social media world where everybody has a voice and everybody thinks that uh, people want to hear their voice. So it, it was tough to parse through the actual information. And and yeah, at, at that point in time when we weren't we weren't getting solid information that he was a thousand percent okay. Uh, the game should have been abandoned, and it eventually was. And the NFL is actually now coming out and saying that it never crossed their mind um, uh, to talk about warming up to resume the play, which, A, we know that was a lie initially because they said they were going to give the players five minutes to warm up and then resume the game. Um, and now they're saying that after the player, after the teams went back into the locker room, it never crossed their mind to re- restart the game. But if if that never crossed their mind to restart the game, Billy, Answer the why game exactly, exactly, a bingo right there. If it never crossed their mind to resume the game, why was it not? Why did they wait an hour to to and and from the reports? Now, once again, these are Twitter reports. Now, these are Twitter reports by people that are much more in the know than we are. Uh, but there's reports on Twitter that um, Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor and all the coaches for the Bengals. And the Bills were the run were the ones that told them go to hell. We're not restarting this game after they'd been in the locker room for 30, 45 minutes. I mean, they Stefan Diggs came out after a shower. He went in, showered, came out, had a towel on, talked to Joe Burr, uh, and then went back in and got his street clothes on. So I, there's a lot of misinformation, and and we're sort of getting in the weeds about stuff that honestly ultimately doesn't matter in this situation. Demar Hamlin's life is, is the one thing that that matters, Billy and you know tragedies like this you have to find a silver lining in them and i i think something that that was pretty amazing last night have you have you seen the the gofundme that i'm sure you've seen the gofundme yeah. going around on social media um i haven't checked it this morning but last night his goal was two thousand five hundred dollars twenty five hundred dollars that was his you know like a toys for tots type program uh that was his gofundme and when i went to bed last night it was up over a million dollars. Yeah, the first ten minutes there was over three hundred thousand. That's that's amazing. Three hundred thousand dollars in the first ten minutes. It gave me chills. I I was in, I was almost in tears from just the generosity oh. of of the NFL and the oh NFL my god fans, man. First ten minutes there was almost three hundred thousand dollars. Do you know what it's at? I just clicked the link. Do you know what it's at? Oh, I don't want to know. Three point two million dollars. Good God. Three point. He wanted two thousand five hundred dollars for Kelly and Nina's daycare center. So it was, I believe he was buying toys for a daycare center, and he was trying to get twenty five hundred dollars just to give him toys, and it is now up over a three point two million dollars. That's so you've got this po- point on here, and I've got to I've got to echo it. Um, people at ESPN did a hell of a job. Um, as somebody who has gotten through or has to work through live radio and works through certain aspects, I I tried to put myself in their seat last night and I couldn't. Oh, um, and I kudos to ESPN, kudos to the to the everyone that did it last night. Um. I mean, SVP was fantastic. He, him, him, and him, and I mean, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, um, Booger, 
I, I think seeing Booyer McFarlane's, and you know, we give ESPN crap, we give Booyer McFarlane crap, um, but they did a they did a better job last night than I think anybody else would have done on, on that set. Booger McFarlane, his raw emotions and and how he was able to rein that in was was nothing short of of amazing and inspiring. Yep. SVP and Ryan Clark uh, after they went to them, what they were they were they were just fantastic. And you saw live on air some of these former players working through emotions of of what they just saw and. And putting it into words, and you know they they handled it respectfully and, and professionally, and I mean they went through they they navigated uncharted waters last night the best way I think it could have possibly. I was with you, Billy, when they were doing that. I was putting myself in that situation, and uh, there, there's no way there's no way I could have gotten through that, man. I, I was I was getting teary eyed, sitting on the sofa. I don't know Demar Hamlin. I've never played in the NFL, you know, um, and a lot of these guys they know these players they know him personally um but just as a human being you see damar hamlin's brothers out there crying uh and it just you know it, there, a, an outpouring of empathy goes over you so shout out to espn and everybody that did such a fantastic respectful job last night of handling this whole situation um uh, I'm, I'm really impressed we're still going to give espn crap because because that's what we do uh but they did they did a phenomenal job last night and, and, and when people do a good job that needs to be that needs to be heralded absolutely all right let's move on um just continued t's and p's to uh damar hamlin and his family and uh hopefully the young man pulls through i mean yeah. that's at this point that's all we can say yep all right uh let's get to the power rankings the nfl power rankings uh all right so I, i'm gonna go first i've still got the bills Bills and Bengals at one and two. Um, I think they're still the best two teams right now. Uh, Chiefs, Cowboys, and 49ers. I have dropped the Eagles out. The Eagles are free falling, dude. Um, yeah, they need to get Jalen Hurts back quick. Yeah, they, they're not looking good without Hurts. So uh, my top five, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, Cowboys, 49ers. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's a little bit different order, but I have the same five. Um, I, I have Chiefs at number one. Honestly, last night's game was it was probably going to determine um, who who was one and two. Uh, but I, I have I have Chiefs at one. I have Bengals at two. Cowboys at three. 49ers at four, and Bills at five. Uh, I think I think the Chiefs and Bengals right now are the clear cut two best teams in the NFL. The Cowboys, in my opinion, are right behind them. Um, I have the 49ers still in my top five def- despite the loss this weekend. Uh, to Jared Stidham of all people, which was I, I, my mind was blown by that. That was that was very very odd. Stidham, Stidham looked um, or or the close win uh, against Stidham. Sorry, Stidham had three touchdowns. Yeah, they, sorry, they won by three. Uh, Stidham Stidham had three touchdowns against the NFL's quote unquote best defense. So that's that concerns me quite a bit. But Brock Purdy, dude, you called this a couple weeks ago. Brock Purdy played really well. He went twenty-two for thirty-five, almost had three hundred yards passing in two tuds. I, I was, I, I keep getting shocked every week by Brock Purdy, um, and then, and then like you, I dropped the Eagles out as well. I had the Eagles at five last week. They're at, they're at, uh, Bills are at five now, and the Eagles are a good team, but they need they need Jalen Hurts back and they need him back quick. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, last night, also the Hawks fell to the Warriors one forty-three to one forty-one in double overtime. Uh, I got to the end of the third quarter 
and that was about it. I, I was I was tapped out in this game. I was I was watching the NFL coverage and I fell asleep uh, at about the end of the third quarter for this one. I had to watch the replay this morning when I woke up. Trey had 30 points and 14 assists. DeJounte Murray, 25 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. John Collins and Okongwu combined for 41 points and 25 rebounds. Uh, the Hawks had an amazing third quarter. Uh, they got the Hawks back into the game. They went into halftime, and I thought it was absolutely over. Um, I thought the I thought the Warriors were going to run away with it, but something, I mean, some amazing defense in the third quarter. Uh, and, and Onyeka Okongwu, I believe he had like 12 points in the third quarter. He went like six for eight shooting. He, he helped the Hawks come back and I believe they had a 42 point um, fourth quarter, which is which is absurd. But Clay Thompson on the other side did Clay Thompson things. He went and he went for 54 points last night and was just too much in overtime. The Hawks had had zero answer for him essentially. Bogey uh, connected on at least three triples in his last six games, which is tied for the second longest such streak of his career. Looked good again last night off the bench. I'm really liking what Bogey has to bring in that second unit. Uh, once again, I think when we get healthy, Bogey off the bench is going to be fantastic. 21 points last night. Played a ton of minutes. Played 43 minutes. Played uh, played more minutes than than Hunter or Kongwu last night, uh, or John Collins, I think, as well. And uh, Atlanta poured in a 42-point quarter in the third last night. It's the highest-scoring quarter of the season. The Hawks scored their 42 points on 75% shooting from the field. They shot a perfect 100% from three-point and a perfect 100% from free throw, which has been a thorn in their side. It's the club's first 75-100-100 quarter since, uh, let's see, 2014 in the second quarter versus Charlotte. Wow. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy, but yeah, I mean, a hundred percent from three and a hundred percent from from uh, free throw. That's uh, that's absurd. It's insane, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, Hawks losing double overtime last night, but there are uh, positives to pull away. We are now three games under five hundred, though. All right. Uh, so, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Um, last night, college basketball, the girls and boys both fell uh, to Lee. Uh, girls lose 72 to 45 boys lose 80 to 63 um that's the only the boys fourth loss all season um they they have come out of the gates hot and continue to play really good basketball um just ran into a bus at Lee tonight or last night uh on the smith's four coverings games and events calendar girls high school basketball piedmont is at bremen noonan is at herd county jordan is at temple Villarica is at Lithia Springs. Boys basketball, Piedmont at Bremen. Noonan is at Hurd. Mount Zion is at Temple. Langston Hughes um, is at Carrollton. And then Villarica is at Lithia Springs. And also wrestling tonight, uh, Villarica's got a quad that they're hosting at home. And that's your uh, Smith's Four Coverings games and events calendar. Sweet. You ready for another cup of coffee, Billy? Let's do it, buddy. Let's do it, man. Uh, another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group on the Daily Fantasy Board. Billy won last night. Zach Eady had 19 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. I chose Jordan Dingle, a, uh, a point guard from Penn. He had 20 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. And then 
sort of getting the shaft last night. Joe Burr, yeah, four for four, Peter. 52 yards and one touch, uh, one <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, that was uh, that's a bit unfortunate that um, that was the that was the choice. Um, didn't it, didn't pick the game. You you hate it for Peter. Um, uh, Peter Learsh is our is our listener who's playing against us, and his first pick unfortunately was Joe Burrow, who ended up not playing very much. Um, so it sucks, but you know he still went four for four for fifty two yards and a tud. So yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll be releasing graphics, um, you know, along with our uh, along with our daily. Marine South scoreboard and Smith's floor covering games and events graphics. Um, we are going to be adding the daily fantasy sports graphic into uh, the morning fives family. So look for that. We'll have a running tally of where the standings look like and who everybody picks for that day. So you can keep up and play along as well at home. If you want to awesome <laughs> do what might have a sponsor for it too. It's awesome. That's possible. Yeah. We, uh, we should hopefully know by the end of this week if we have a sponsor for our daily fantasy segment. Uh, also happening last night, Cavs Donovan Mitchell scores a franchise 71 points in overtime. This kid's amazing. He is he's, he's an absolute fantastic basketball star. I told uh, one of my buddies who's a Cavs fan when they traded for him, I was like, listen, I would have traded six first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell. The kid's electric. Yeah. And for the second time in two seasons, Billy Rutgers stuns number one Purdue. Didn't Ohio State just beat the pants off of Rutgers like a couple days ago? Yes, they did. Yes, okay. they did. Yeah. Okay. I'm and now they beat number one Purdue. Yep. I'm just making sure that we're on the same page. Uh, Tulane scores 16 points in the final four minutes of the game to stun USC in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that was just nuts. I watched this game at Brown Dog yesterday. And uh, Braxton and I thought it was just sort of over. And, you know, we're eating our duck fat fries and sort of watching over there. And, you know, two-lane scores. I'm like, oh, it might be close. And the two-lane scores again. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is absurd. I didn't, th- I didn't think this was going to happen. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, Brown Dog was going nuts when this game was going on. Uh, UFC's Dana White apologizes for physical altercation with his wife. Yeah, keep apologizing, dude. Him and his wife got into a bit of a physical altercation on New Year's Eve. Uh, action sports legend Ken Block dies at 55 last night after a snowmobile accident. This guy was a um, a rally cross racer, I believe. Big rally cross racer. That's nuts, man. You know what else that I saw? And I know this is a little bit shocking, um, but I, Jeremy Renner, um, who a lot of... Uh, an actor in Hollywood, he was in critical condition over the weekend as well. Oh, wow. Um, he was doing some kind of um, a snow plow um, where he was and had to be airlifted to to a hospital. So Jesus. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So T's and P's to Jeremy Renner. He was he was still in critical but stable condition. Um, the last I saw, but that was mentioned along the lines of Demar Hamlin last night that both of them were in critical condition. I was like, "Good lord!" Oof. Uh, sports betting goes live in Ohio, and Pete Rose makes the first bet. Bets on the Reds to win the World Series. <laughs> I am all, I am all here for that. I, love I am. This. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about we talked about this earlier in this early. Uh, when was this? Was last year at some point? This was like in the summer of last year. Yeah. I think it was rumored, uh, but yeah, uh, Pete Rose makes the ceremonial first bet. 
Jim Harbaugh is expected to leave Michigan for an NFL job if he's offered a job per reports. Uh, and and there are confirmed reports out there that the Broncos have offered him the job. There's no way in hell I'd go out there and coach Russell Wilson. But um, Indy might be open, and I think that would be a likely landing spot for Jim Harbaugh. Especially considering that's where he went and played. Bingo. Bingo. And they, they need a leader. I've, uh, and to, I've, got two, I've got two words for that. Yeah. Well, ah, yeah, yeah. That's um, you know, I, I got a lot of mixed emotions about that, and it'd probably take longer than we have on this podcast to talk about it. But yeah, it's you know, whatever. So you yeah, go have fun, go have fun in Indy. Uh, and today, in nineteen twenty, Boston Red Sox baseball club owner Harry Fra- Frazzy hey. Frazzy hey. Announces an agreement to sell the slugger Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees for $125,000 in cash and a $350,000 loan to uh, the start of an 84 year curse of the Bambino. Probably the worst trade in sports history. It's up there for sure. It's it's up there, in my opinion, with the Minnesota Vikings trading the farm for Herschel Walker. From the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah. Or or the Braves getting Sean Murphy. One of those three. Uh, worst <laughs> trade of all time. <laughs> you got anything else to add today, man? Uh, no, man. Continue P- T's and P's to uh, Hamlin and his family. Um, that's that's all I've been thinking of. Like, I, I yep. woke up checking uh, social media immediately. Yep. Yeah, Same, man. Yep, T's and P's to him, his family, the whole Bills Mafia, all the players, coaches, everybody involved in this. It's a terrible, terrible uh, situation they are in. Uh, we are continuing to pray for his recovery. If you'd like to donate to his GoFundMe, just you know, Google um, uh, uh, Demar Hamlin's you know toy drive. It's it's all over everywhere. It's over. It's all over everybody's social media. Yep. Um, and if you feel the need to donate, do so. If not, keep him in his prayers. Keep him in his thoughts. Uh, and we'll see y'all tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>